again to Devotional. This is Pastor Ariel. This is a resource, a spiritual resource for daily living. We are studying lesson number 11 and this is day number 4. So the riot is being contained a bit by the intervention of the Roman troops and we find ourselves in today's lesson with Paul giving an opportunity to defend himself to the crowd. And something that he uses is something that maybe we would not have expected him to do. He was had extreme robust knowledge of the scriptures and he does use a, a little bit of it, but he transitions and spends quite a bit of time with his own conversion story. And the lesson asks, you know, why do you think that is? I, my personal take is he was known. He was known for being extremely violent and you know against in opposition to the Christians so certainly that would be evidence of works just like we talked a few lessons back uh, this is certain evidence you may not believe my words but at least believe my life look at me I'm not that same person I'm actually the opposite person and so I want to spend a little bit of time in this concept of the testimony I'm gonna ask you have you ever shared your testimony if you today, right now, someone said, hey, we want to hear how you were converted, what would you say? Is it important? I personally didn't realize how powerful anybody's testimony could be, including mine, until I began to share with other people. And in sharing with other people, it became clearer to me what God had done in my life. I, didn't, I realized how I took a lot of things for granted people he placed in my life, situation and circumstances. And my church knows very well my journey with immigration for 20 plus, 25 plus years. All of those things, I began to realize my history somehow, recounting to other people how God acted in my life to save me and give me direction, how that would encourage other people. It just blew my mind. Who would ever care about what happened to some illegal immigrant in the country? Apparently, um, some people do and your testimony is invaluable for others to hear so if you never shared your testimony and I'm going to speak um, extreme, very specific right now do your children know your conversion story do your children know how you came to become a Christian don't just settle for telling them your you know genealogy of you know whether you're from Africa or Europe or South America that's that's has value but do they know why you love Jesus there's that song right that we used to sing in South America and we sing it in English as well you know oh friend do you love Jesus and the second question of course you say yes I do love him but the second question says why do you love Jesus what's your what's your story Paul shared his testimony with the hopes that his testimony would have the power to break down the prejudices that these people have. And I want to read a verse from you from Revelation chapter 12, verse 11. When I saw this, I realized, man, I didn't see how much value there is in our history of being saved. Revelation 12, 11 says, And they, Christians, believers, overcame him, that Satan, the adversary, the devil. And they overcame the enemy because of the blood of the Lamb, and because of the word of their testimony. The word of your testimony will give hope to other people, because, especially those that knew, know you or knew you, who you used to be, 
because they will realize this is undeniable proof that the grace of God has power to transform a life. The way that I speak to you right now is not how I spoke 20-some years ago. The conversations that I love to relish in, my old friends, if they sat down with me and saw my lab library, saw my office, saw my family, saw my pictures, saw what I'm passionate and what I pursue right now, they may not be able to recognize, they may recognize my face, but not me myself. And it will be my hope that I could share with them my journey into accepting Christ and how I was lost till I grew up in the church. So I want to read to you a story. I told you that these lessons not, don't just have great spiritual um, material to study, but I love the mission stories. And I told you that our, our church is a worldwide church. And sometimes we forget that when we don't study the Sabbath School quarterly, we can, we, we can. There's a potential for forgetting that we are a worldwide church and there are needs over there as well as here. And at the back of the lesson, I don't know how it goes online or in the iOS app, but on the hard copy that I have in front of me, uh, we're, we're focusing this for this whole three three months in Mongolia, China, North and South Korea, Japan, and Taiwan. We are trying to create opportunities for people in these very difficult places of, of planet Earth to reach people with the gospel. The offerings that we're going to be collecting for at the conclusion of these three months are going to be specially sent to these places so that other people can come to know about the same Jesus that Paul, Paul was trying to tell. And I'm going to tell you a story of a young lady named Batelger Batsetgek. Batsetseg. I apologize. Um, it says this. This is her telling us this story. My first visit to church was in the ninth grade. Uh, the, the lesson is in, the mission story is entitled Best Friends. The reason this is rather this is rather embarrassing why I went to church in the ninth grade. I went because my best friend decided to sleep with her boyfriend. Whoa. But my but first my friend Otko asked for my advice outside of our high school in Mongolia's capital Ulaan Baatar. I was just 16. But I was sure that she was making a bad decision. I told her not to do it. Then just to make sure, I asked my older sister what she thought. My sister, who attended a Seventh-day Adventist church, went straight to Atko and told her to wait until she got married. Atko was furious that I had revealed her secret. She said bad things about me to my classmates, and they started to ignore me, just like we studied in the lesson, just like it can happen anywhere in the world. In a single week, I lost my best friend and all my friends at school. I felt so lonely. I asked my sister if I could go with her to church. The people at church welcomed me, they were warm and friendly, and they taught me about God. After a few months, my classmates slowly began to talk to me again. Then I noticed that I was going to church, then they noticed that I was going to church and they asked, what are you doing? Why are you going to church? I told them, that I was becoming a Christian. But I wasn't so open with my parents. My parents are Buddhists, and as, more, as most people are in Mongolia, and they were angry about my interest in Christianity. I kept attending church every Sabbath, but I hid that from my parents. Eventually, I told the truth and discovered that my parents had known all along. 
they accepted my decision to get baptized. Praise the Lord. A year and a half later, Atko stopped being after Atko stopped being my friend. She came to my house one evening to acknowledge that she that I had been right. She sadly told me that she had gotten pregnant and had had an abortion. But she said, "You are a heavenly person. I don't want to lose you as a friend. I'm willing to even die for you." Atko didn't know it. But her words are also in the Bible. In John 15:13, Jesus said, "Greater love has no one than this, than to lay down one's life for his friends." Atko and I are good friends to this day, but my best friend gave his life for me. Mrs. Miss Batdelger, she's 32. She is the fifth grade teacher at Tuzgal School, the only Adventist school in Mongolia. This quarter's 13th Sabbath offering will help build a boarding academy for the school's 9th to 12th grade students, freeing up classroom space for more elementary school students. Apparently, more students want to come, but space is limited. This is a brief snapshot of Miss Batdelger's testimony in Mongolia. It stirred my heart. The, the loneliness of a 16-year-old turns into a conversion and later on a vindication that she was right all along. My friend, no matter what people may say to you, trust that Jesus will give opportunities for you to be vindicated in their eyes. And even if it doesn't happen, continue to love Jesus. He is your best friend that gave his life for you.